You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. I hope everybody is enjoying their fall, getting ready for maybe some sweet treats for Halloween. And have you ever thought of smoking a whole pumpkin? It's burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue. It's that time again, folks, for the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And we've got quite a few things we're going to be talking about today. It has been an interesting week. Things are taking shape and seems to be disappearing out on the outdoor grilling facility for the Blind Grilling Experience. As some of you may remember a while back uh, we had I had this really cool canopy cover that we've had on our deck for seven years. I bought it at Sears at the local mall which is no longer here. The Sears has gone out of business long ago but before they did I got I got this canopy that was really cool. It was all aluminum. It had this top that was this clear well it was tinted uh, but you know it kind of cast a shade so it wasn't just you know completely covered so you could see through it but it was a little bit shaded this corrugated type thing uh, top to this canopy well it, it, it we got our money's worth I think I paid like $800 for it when I bought it at Sears like I said seven years ago. And the winds came through back in the spring and ripped a big section off. We had a really bad storm and it it really just tore off a big section of that canopy. The top was gone and it bent and broke a couple of uh, uh, of supports that were up there, but it still had part of the grilling area covered, so we left it up for a while. And I finally decided it was it needed to go. It was getting crickety, and just I was just afraid another storm's going to come through, and um, you know, it, it's just it was just going to come crashing down and and break a bunch of stuff. So, uh, so we uh, had a buddy come over, and we dismantled and took apart the canopy off the deck. And so now I'm going to have to build something else. It, Man, prices have gone up so much. I've been looking to replace this for a while now. I've I've looked at different pergolas and different canopies. And I I mean, you know, you're talking almost double the price of what I paid seven years ago for something similar. And, And I had a 12 by... I think it was a, it was like 10 and a half, a little more than 10 foot. And so it was a pretty good area covered. And now you can't even get a 10 by 10 
you know, for less than $1,500 with a solid top. I mean, yeah, you've got those flimsy, you know, little pop-up things with, you know, a cloth cover, but that's not meant to stay up. But I mean, this thing was up for seven years year round and really did a good job. But to get something that is going to be that stout, it, it just, uh, I think I'm going to be better off just building something. And I, I got some inspiration from uh, a friend of mine, Tony, down in Texas. He's built this outdoor kitchen. And uh, he's actually, he's been on the program before and a faithful listener, appreciate him so much. And, and just really encouraged by some of the stuff he's done. Him and his wife, they built this outdoor kitchen. And I was like, you know what? I need to put another canopy up, a ca- you know, some, some type of cover. But I think I'm going to build it. I'm going to build it in such a way my plans would be that I could possibly screen in, if not half of the, the deck, uh, all of it. Uh, you know, and and really make a nice facility out there for all year round, weather wise. You know, be able to vent out the top. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see just how motivated I get. Oh man, and uh, and we'll see. I did. I also had to go out and unhook all of the the water lines that go to the outdoor sink and hot water heater that's out there. Because believe it or not, um, I think this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, even out in Denver, uh, they're expecting some snow out there. And so, uh, you know, temperatures are dropping. And looking at the forecast for southwest Missouri next week, after Monday and Tuesday of highs in the 60s, lows in the 30s, starting Wednesday, right, November 1st, um, I mean, we're we're talking highs in the 40s, lows in the 20s. We're we're getting a hard freeze. I mean, we're getting lows in the low 20s, 21 to 23 degrees overnight lows. So we're going to get a good hard freeze. And so I had to take care of those outdoor water lines, and unhook the water heater and get it drained and um, and blown out. So yeah, that's that's what I've been working on this week, getting that done few other projects that you know working out in the shop and and of course we fired up the grill as well it is so weird because just walking out on the deck it, it just it there's a feel I mean I can't see it right I, I have no idea what it looks like but man it, it is it is so odd not having the that that cover over the top I mean it's just, it's just it just there's a feeling about it when you walk in it's just so weird um, and you know, the way the wind swirls, you know, I think that made a big difference as well. And now that that's gone, the wind has really been swirling around and, uh, it's, uh, it, it's just, it's just odd. It just feels so weird after having that up there for seven years and now walking out and it being gone. Um, yeah, it's just odd, really odd. But like I said, we fired up the grill. We've had a few things out there on it. We did a pork butt. And man, I tell you what, I, I've tried pork butt different ways, you, you know, making some pulled pork. And I just keep coming back to you know, the, the, this tried and true method that I've, that, you know, that we like, right? I mean, everybody's going to come up with something that they like and, and more power to you. But we'll take a pork butt overnight and we will soak it in apple juice all night long. 
And and we season it up with some spicy apple seasoning from Simply Marvelous. I just, you know, there there is that that perfect pork seasoning from DB One Eighty. Uh, my buddy Nick has a great pork rub over at Pits and Grills, which you can go and check out at pitsandgrills.com. And 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 there's all kinds of these seasonings and rubs that you guys could order from pitsandgrills.com, and and check those out. They've got the Simply Marvelous spicy apple. It just, you know, when you're doing it with that apple juice, you season it up with that spicy apple because it's it's not it's not spicy really. Um, it's really tame compared, you know, there's nothing hot, spicy really about it, but, um, just enough that the the flavor it's, it's all flavor. It's awesome. And so we, we did that Wednesday night. We put it in some apple, seasoned it up, put in some apple juice and let it soak. And that was on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, I got up and I fired up the big green egg to, uh, 275 degrees indirect cook. And I had that bad boy on uh, by 7.30. When I drained the apple juice off of it, I went ahead and, and put some more seasoning on it, a uh, fresh coat of seasoning. And I put that on the grill, fat side up, and let it go for four hours. So at 11.30, I'm wrapping it in foil. I put a meat probe in it. Uh, my flame boss was keeping you know the temp on the grill at 275 put in the meat probe and uh, wrapped it up after, you know, that first four hours. So at 1130, I wrapped it up at 330. That thing was done. All right. And, and the granted, I was expecting around two or two thirty. So I, it went a little another. I, went, I let it go another hour. And I actually pulled it off when the internal temp hit 198 degrees. I usually go 200 to 202 but I decided, you know what, I'm going to pull it just a little bit early. It's already gone a little longer. I really don't want to risk drying this out. I pulled it off at 198, and I put it in the Cambro, and I let it rest until we pulled it at 6 o'clock. And so we're talking, you know, close to three hours, two and a half, three hours. We let it rest in the Cambro. And when we, when we pulled it out and started shredding it, it I mean, it was perfect, juicy, full of flavor. As a matter of fact, I ate some leftovers on Thursday night and oh my goodness, it, it was perfect. It was just so good, you know, and I love the fat as it is, but that fat rendered just perfectly great flavor. Of course, you know, when you're firing up the grill and you're doing the apple juice and you're doing that spicy apple seasoning, you want to go ahead and use some apple wood with your charcoal and, uh, you know, just, just keep going with that uh, consistency there. Wow, man. I, I just love it. I, you know, and I'm not a big fan of, of pork altogether. I'll, I'll take brisket or a, a beef, you know, tenderloin or, you know, chuck roast, you know, over that any day. But man, if I, if I am going to do a pulled pork, that's how I'm going to do it. You know, that, that is definitely it. And we'll even take some apples. You know, we'll we smoke the the beans, and we did the the pork and beans, um, some baked beans rather. You know, just with some uh, some barbecue sauce, some bacon and a- uh, eggs. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, some bacon and onions uh, in there, as well as some apples. Slice up some apples and season that up, and uh, throw that out on the, on the smoker. And man, that's make some just awesome awesome baked beans. And so that's, that's what we had Wednesday night. 
But we also had some dessert. We did a peach cobbler, and I actually took the recipe from our blackberry cobbler that's on our website, blindgrilling.com. Go to the recipe section and scroll down till you get to the blackberry cobbler, smoked blackberry cobbler. And, and I took and did the same thing except for uh, anytime it calls for sugar, I use brown sugar. And uh, instead of the blackberries, I used peaches and made a peach cobbler that was just out of this world. Man, it was so good. And so that's what we had. I made that. That was kind of a request from a, a friend of mine who's you uh, having a birthday. And so decided, you know what, uh, you know, we're going to make him some of his favorite foods. And so that's what we did uh, for Wednesday night. And, man, it was great. And so it's been a busy week, no doubt about it, from, you know, getting things ready out on the deck, getting rid of that canopy, getting all the water lines unhooked and getting ready for the hard freeze that we're expecting next week. You know, and then and then the cooks that we've been doing, um, you know, it's been uh, it, it has definitely been busy. Oh, one of the things I, I tell you what, Lane's Barbecue, you know, is one of the rub companies that we use quite a bit. And he he's, you know, Ryan Lane from Lane's Barbecue out in Georgia. Just uh, great guy. Great company. Amazing seasonings and rubs. And sauces, man, their sort of white sauce is just the absolute best Alabama white sauce I've ever had. But he does these sweet seasonings, and I I think he was going to quit running the blueberry muffin seasoning. And so I went and bought a bunch as he was doing those on clearance. So I got this blueberry muffin seasoning, which is awesome. But he also has an apple pie seasoning. And while we will put that apple pie seasoning Sometimes on a pork loin or, you know, maybe sweeten, you know, up a pork butt with it uh, or the baked beans. But he's also got this chocolate salted caramel seasoning. And we had a a friend over who uh, wanted some coffee. And I told her, I was like, you know what you need to do is you need to take some of this seasoning and add this to your coffee. Because she loves the, you know, the frou-frou drinks, frou-frou coffees with, you know, all the oat milk and you know, lattes, this, that, tall, venti, whatever, I don't, you know, all, all that stuff. I, I, you know, I drink coffee black. That's about all I do. Uh, but I, I told her, I said, here, you know, you can drink some coffee. You want to, you know, I don't have all the other stuff to add, but you try this. And and she liked it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's good. But I also put some of that in uh, or across the top of our peach cobbler. And again, it's just one of those things that sometimes, you know, it's it's awesome throwing th- things like that on the smoker, you know, having a little bit extra, though. Sometimes that that little bit of extra that you do just sends things over the top. And and that was it. That was absolutely it for that peach cobbler. Um, you know, it just, man, it, it's just hard to beat, you know, doing that kind of thing. And so, um, uh, so that's what we've had going on. Um, you know, it's just been, like I said, a wild and crazy week, uh, extremely busy with everything going on, getting, getting all that done and, and prepped. And I'm trying to get caught up on some podcasts. I, you know, not only did I take a break from recording, uh, for a couple of weeks with some of the travels that we did, but, um, 
you know, I, I haven't been listening to podcasts. And so you guys got a podcast that you guys like listening to, you want to recommend, uh, shoot me an email, info at blindgrilling.com and let me know about some of the podcasts that you guys listen to. There's a few that I listen to that I know some of you guys, you know, we've had John Grimes on here with Ambiguously Blind uh, podcast. And so, um, you know, I think he's got some really cool things that are coming up uh, for his podcast that hopefully we'll be able to, um, you know, get with you guys and, and let you know what's going on there. Some updates that I think he's going to be having going on with with his podcast. Um there's another guy out of Pennsylvania. I can't see you. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's the letter I, uh, can't the letter C and the letter U all one word. I can't see you. And it, it's, he's entertaining, you know, very much entertaining, has a lot of great information, especially for folks up in the Pennsylvania area. Um, but, uh, but I, I just enjoy listening to him um, and you know, some of the things that he's got going on, uh, is, is pretty interesting. Uh, you guys could probably learn a lot from that. Of course, you know, there's always the AT banter guys that you guys, you know, uh, are probably familiar with as well, but what are some podcasts you guys are listening to? Let us know. Uh, you know, uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Sean Keene down in, in Texas has his podcast, that he has, he's been messing with that AI stuff. So I need to get caught up and see what he's been doing with all the AI uh, technology and things that they've got going on and uh, on the We Speak podcast. Uh, and so again, like I said, I, I need to get caught up on all this stuff. Um, and then there's the AINC uh, podcast that uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about that. I actually will be on some of their podcasts coming up. And um, uh, I'm trying to think of, man, there's so many at the AINC network, so many podcasts that are, um, that are up there. Um, but uh, the NLV, NLVL uh, podcast, the BLT podcast, um, and so Blind Level Tech uh, with uh, Jonathan and Evan, that uh, I try to keep up with as well, uh, and and so many others that they've got. So check out AINC Audio Information Network of Colorado. Uh, also, if if especially if you're out in Colorado, uh, but you can check them out online and uh, and find some pretty good, interesting podcasts. I think that you guys would enjoy listening to. Um, they're going to be having a cooking, uh, I think, a month of of cooking podcasts coming out on the AINC network. And so that'll be interesting to check out as well. Navigating life after vision loss is the NLVL, uh, navigating life after vision loss, uh, podcast, which uh, again, I hope you guys will check out and, uh, we'll see. I think I'm supposed to record, uh, with them. Look forward to, uh, look forward to all of that, but let us know if you guys got something going on, some cooks that are happening. You guys are thinking about maybe, uh, getting your grills all ready for winter. What does that mean? What does that mean? Getting your grills ready for winter. I, I mean, fire them up, keep them hot, keep them lit. And that will, uh, give you a nice warm spot to stand when it gets cold and you can cook some amazing food outside, even if it's snowing. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, we've cleared some snow away from a grill to fire it up and uh, and throw down and let the smoke roll. Uh, it it can happen, and uh, you know you just got to be a brave soul to do it. That's all there is to it. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. Letting you guys know what is happening around southwest missouri today we've got some other news that hopefully we'll be sharing pretty soon some guests that i hope to have on and uh yeah we'll see what happens uh if we can get everything coordinated and done just right and i forgot to mention throw a pumpkin on the grill and smoke it and see what happens remember folks if you're looking you ain't cooking. Fire is burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue.